0: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy.
1: You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. La Foss Corporation, LLC.
0: I come out of the shower.
1: And all of the drawers are open on this huge bureau. Now
0: I'm getting pissed. I start slamming the drawers shut. And I began saying, you really have to stop this. You really have to stop this. You really have to stop this. All of a sudden,
1: this huge bureau starts leaning over. And I literally jumped back.
0: It stopped on the bed I was so terrified it would have fallen on my legs it would have crushed me Hi, this is Deborah LeBlanc, author of
1: Witch's Fury, and you're listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and Britt is currently away, and it is Monday, May 3rd, 2021, episode 258. How is everyone out there around the world doing? And I am glad to be back in a hot seat. Always glad to be here. Yeah, April did a number on me. As you old-timers know, I have uh, pretty bad allergies. You new guys may not know that, but uh, yeah, basically my eyes turn into miniature waterfalls. And you know, it bothers me, and I feel sickly. So, I stay inside uh, all last week. I was out with the allergies, and the week before that, it was kind of touch and go. Every other day, you know, it would come and go. So, But now I'm fine. Yeah, I can go outside. Uh, usually, when my allergies hit, when I go outside within 30 seconds, you know, my head just starts to leak. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I stay inside when my allergies hit, and I just wait it out. But, yeah, now I'm. Uh, it's like night and day. You know, I go outside, I'm fine. Yeah, perfectly healthy. Wind is blowing, dry grass is blowing in my face, no big deal. So, yeah, finally I made it through. And we're going to do more listener stories for you guys. But first announcements, tomorrow a brand new episode of Aaron's Horror Show will be released. And also this Wednesday a brand new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments will be released. And this Friday is the first Friday of the month of May. I'm going to be releasing more short films randomly. Uh, I'll put out an announcement. Uh, We have a big backlog. That's well over a year's worth of uh, Films, so one film a month is uh, is not enough So, you know, I'll randomly put them out there and give you guys a little treat and also the last Season of the witching hour is here season three and that will be released along with the short film this Friday It's a, a preview for season three to get you guys all pumped up you get to see their very first investigation and how they started investigating and also how they became video producers and so that's it's a great show yeah it's to get you guys ready before you actually get into the episodes so that will be released this Friday and so with that that's it yeah yeah uh I'm feeling healthy I'm great <laughs> thank god Alright, let's get the show on the road. You guys know what that means. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me Say it with me. That's right to the story then i me right this way. No pushing No shoving and the fans are going the fires are out. It's nice and warm over here We're gonna keep you guys nice and cool with the fans and also the popsicles are back over there is the freezer Go ahead and grab a popsicle. We got cherry lime grape and also our favorite the orange popsicle That's like an inside joke. You old-timers know about it. You new guys, you'll catch on as we continue into the summer. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner, find an empty spot on the floor, and as always, get in my chair here, get nice and comfy. I printed off Britt's packet. Let's see what she has for us. Yeah, okay. We got a short one, a medium one, and a long one. A little bit of everything all right let me take a sip of my green tea mm-hmm. oh yeah it's so good when it hits the lips all right the first one this one is from rose and it's titled experiences in my house okay rose let's see what you got man just to be clear These are experiences I have heard from my parents, family members, and friends. I've never seen any ghosts in my home, but that doesn't mean I couldn't sense them. The first experience. This was apparently from my mother's first encounter, and it happened around 12 to 3 a.m. My mother has insomnia, so she can only sleep for 3 to 4 hours, sometimes shorter. Anyway, she was in the hallway around this time while I was sleeping in my crib. I was one at the time. She told me she felt a sudden presence and she decided to turn around to see what it was. She had seen a black figure an inch or two taller than her dart right through her and into my room. She had thought her eyes were playing tricks on her, but right when the figure came into my room I started to scream and cry. My mom came in to calm me down and took me out of the room for a few moments. Fast forward a few years later, when I was four years old, my friends and I were having a sleepover at my home, and my mom told us to go to sleep. Uh, We didn't, and a few hours later, at 10 p.m., my friend's younger sister, let's call her L, had to go to the restroom. It was pitch dark in the hallway, and she was scared. Let's call her older sister K, and I told her to go on her own. She was in there for a long time, and at the time, Kay and I were drifting in the sleep. We heard the bathroom door open a little bit, heard a gasp, and the door slammed closed. A few moments later, the door this time slammed open, slammed closed, and Elle sprinted into my room. We both asked what was going on, but she was silent and rammed into her sleeping bag. She was silent about it until about a year ago when she said she had seen a girl about her age and a little boy race across the hallway into the living room. That sent me and Kay chills down our spine and we decided to drop the subject. This one is a little bit more shorter. My mother at the time decided to go hang outside with my dog Toby and just relax. Not even more than five minutes later, she saw Toby growl and bark in front of the bathroom window. She looked in his direction and had seen two shadows. One was a tiny plump person, and the other was slim and tall. I personally, since I was a young age, always had my face turned away from the bathroom. I don't remember even once looking into the bathroom, no matter if it was night or day outside. I had always felt a dark and scary presence in there. And the feeling stayed there until the day my parents and I moved out of the house. Love the podcast. And that was from Rose. Rose, thank you very much for sharing that. Great story. Yeah, you know, I read about this stuff all the time. Shadow people. And uh, they were just hanging out there. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they were uh, bothering you guys at all. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, spooky and scary when you see them. Yeah, well, you're not alone. Thank you for sharing. Great story. Alright, what's next? What do we got? What do we got here? This one is by Nadine, and it's titled, Ghost Boy. Okay, Nadine. Let's see what you got, man. I always get the chills when I remember this experience, because it was the first and only time I clearly saw an individual I could call a ghost I usually only hear and feel them or see shadows or smoky figures. Uh, Not this time. I could clearly see every detail. I live in Barcelona. A few years ago I went on a weekend trip with a couple of friends to a very small and very old village in the vicinity of Terrell in rural Spain. The house we were in belonged to one of my friend's family. In Spain, really old houses have the building date carved in stone over the door, and this house had been built around 1770. Very old, but nothing too out of the ordinary. The interior had been completely remodeled with IKEA furniture. It was the middle of February, and we were freezing. I had a small electric blanket for the night, and I had trouble getting to sleep because of the cold. All the lights were off, and my bedroom door was ajar. Suddenly, the hall light went on, but I dismissed it, thinking it was a friend going to the bathroom. Then my door opened a little, so I had a look. A child of maybe eight or nine stood in the doorway, staring at me, grasping onto the door with one hand. He had a very round, pale face with big, dark eyes. He wore a white shirt and brown shorts with suspenders. I think he also had a brown cap. He sort of grew wispy below the knees. The outfit made me think of boys typically wore during the 40s, or perhaps earlier. Now, I might have years of experience seeing ghosts, but that doesn't mean I'm cool about it. I panic each time I see one. In this case, I ducked under the covers, trembling, not of the cold anymore. A few moments later, I felt the light go off, so I dared a peek. As I pulled the covers off, I came face to face with the boy. He was standing right beside my bed. By then, the encounter was turning into a bad horror movie, so I ducked under the covers again and thought happy thoughts until I eventually fell asleep. In the ghost boy's defense, I have to say that he in no way seemed aggressive. He actually had a puzzled look, as if wondering what the heck I was doing in his room. And still, I was absolutely terrified. The next morning, I had no recollection of what had happened, but around lunchtime, my friends and I went to visit a nearby ghost town that had been destroyed during the Civil War. And all of a sudden, the entire encounter came screaming back to me. When I told my friends, they asked me to please not mention it because the rest of the family was scared enough already. It turns out the entire family has heard footsteps and seen doors open and close in that house. And that's from Nadine. Nadine, oh man, thank you for sharing. A great story. <laughs> <laughs> that is an old house. I never knew that about um, that about Spain. That you guys, uh, you know, above the doorways, uh, the date of the house is put there. That's interesting. And yeah, you're right. Uh, looks like the ghost boy. You know, he didn't mean any harm. He's just wandering about there. And that's uh, that's kind of funny. He had a confused expression on his face, like, you know, what are you guys doing in my house? <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, it's a. I don't know what I would do. I might actually have myself checked out. You know, you might be hallucinating, right? Seeing things, but. Yeah, looks like the uh, other family members there, they're like at the end there, like he said, uh, they're scared out of their wits already because uh, they're experiencing some things there too. (laughs) Interesting stuff. Alright, what's next? What do we got? This one is by Soft Kitty, and it's titled, Thought It Was My Mom. Okay, Soft Kitty, let's see what you got, man. To give you a short description of the layout of my room, my bed at the time was positioned up against the wall where the door is, and I sleep with my head on the opposite side. My TV is on my dresser and is about eyesight level when you stand up. It's an old thing, too. The button is wonky, and if you use it to turn it on or off, most of the times it will do the opposite a few seconds afterwards, it's scaring the crap out of you. Not paranormal, just annoying. So I have a control to turn it on and off. On the wall opposite my bed is the door to the attic. Well, yes, I have the attic door in my room. My grandma lives up there, though and it's not scary to me as it used to be when I was younger. I've grown used to it being there over the years. Anyways, I sleep with the TV on for backlight or background noise, and my mom has made it a habit of turning it off at night when she uses the bathroom. I always wake up on time to tell her to turn it back on. This night, I woke up and it was either 3 or 4 in the morning and my TV gets turned off. I start to get ready to say to my mom to turn it back on when the figure that I thought was my mom rushes out of the room. It was there one second and then gone. It was as dark as the rest of the room was when the TV was off and its silhouette was similar to that of my mom with a messy hairdo and the same height. However, no features at all from what I could tell with the few seconds I got to look at it. When it sped out, it did not even turn around and it never looked at me. All I saw was a dark, very solid profile of a woman that stood out against the darkness in my room. I just turned on the TV again as fast as possible. I got out my phone and texted a friend of mine that I knew would be awake that late. I was freaking out and he told me to basically relax... It was just my mom and go back to bed, like that was going to happen. I got enough courage to jump out of bed and turn on the light, but as I stood in front of the door I felt fear, this kind of fear I have never felt before in my life, nor do I ever want to feel it again. It was paralyzing and a chill swept through my entire body. I could not move at all or speak. I probably would have started crying, too, if I did not force myself to yank the door open and go to my parents' room to ask my mom if it was her. Their room is the farthest one from the staircase and to the right of mine. That damn door was closed completely, and that door does not close softly, nor do my parents care to do it softly. The whole, it's my house, I'll make noise if I want to thing. I went inside and had to shake my mom awake because she was out cold. I asked her if she came into my room and turned off my TV. She said she didn't and went right back to sleep. So I went back to my room and stayed up until the sun came up and then passed out from being so tired. As I tell this story to my friend later on in the week, I remember details that only confused me more. I already said the TV is buggy, which is why I used the control. I slept with the control that night and woke up to it right next to my arm. But I've never turned off my TV with it by accident. Maybe changed the channels, yes. At no point did the figure raise its arm to turn off the TV, which you have to do. It did not even get near the TV. It just stood by the corner of my bed and thankfully by my feet. My dog was sleeping in front of my bed and he did not wake up through the whole thing, not until I got up from my bed. I don't remember whether or not I heard footsteps. I just woke up because I felt a presence in my room besides myself and my dog, which is something I feel often. I just feel when someone is near me without looking. It was just there when I woke up. I felt no fear when I saw it because I thought it was my mom. It was only after the fact did I get the overwhelming feeling of fear. My door never opened or closed. All I saw was it moving slightly. However, I can debunk that as the drafts from the hallway. I have not seen anything like it since and i am relieved thank you for all the work that you do and that's from soft kitty soft kitty holy cow man thank you for sharing that great story yeah i read about this all the time but you know the thing that confuses me is we every once in a while we do get stories like this that it's a it's a one time deal most um, stories that i've read or researched on it's an ongoing haunting. It doesn't stop, and then usually the people move out you know the apartment or the house or they get the house blessed and then it stops, or sometimes they just ask it, you know they yell out loud to please stop scaring us, and for some odd reason, all of a sudden, these strange things just stop. yeah, that's an odd thing, yeah, I'm always curious about these one time things um You know, I always try to debunk, too, and what it could be is you just woke up, you're groggy, eyes might be uh, playing some tricks on you. It could be just that. But hey, maybe not. Maybe something came to visit you. (laughs) How did your TV get turned off? And you uh, woke up your mom, your mom said, yeah, it wasn't her. That's interesting, too. Maybe, you know, the remote was next to you, like you said. Maybe this is the time that you moved around in your bed. Uh, while you're sleeping and you turned it off with a remote. And could be. But then again, you never know. Yeah, Soft Kitty. Thank you for sharing. Good story. Yeah, uh, you know, I only sleep maybe two to four hours a night. I'm used to that. Uh, I don't require a lot of sleep. Um, but, um, yeah, I do move around in my sleep. Uh, there's been many times where my blankets are on the floor and... You know, I'm spiraled out on my bed and so I and I also sleepwalk sometimes. Yeah. Usually only during uh you know, stressful times, either working or whatever else is going on in life. Um I'll start to st- sleepwalk. <laughs> I remember one time uh yeah, this isn't paranormal, but I remember one time I was dreaming. And I remember I was dreaming I was falling. And then I woke up and instinctively I put out my arm and I all of a sudden my arm hit something solid. And I look around it's pitch black and I realize I'm in my room. I turn on the light switch. And what it was, I caught my I was by my dresser. I was out of bed. And I was at, you know, the dresser across the room and that solid thing that i put my hand on that was that was a dresser i caught myself uh and so in the dream i was falling so i must have been about to fall down in my sleep sleepwalking and i just woke up all of a sudden yeah it's a strange yeah you know, when you sleepwalk and then all of a sudden you wake up and you look around you're really confused <laughs> it's where am i what am i doing Yeah, in this case, I caught myself as I was falling down uh, with my hand and I was right at my dresser. Yeah, strange stuff. Not paranormal. It's just what things happen. All right, and that's it. That's all the stories, guys. And as always, thank you for visiting the RPA Network. Hopefully you find something that you enjoy. And remember this Friday, a new episode of The Witching Hour, Season 3. It's their final season. And with that... I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Brittany and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you and good night.
0: Geico 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: If we go to page 11 in the presentation, you'll see that <sighs> you'll see we're on target to meet our quarterly
0: <clears throat> some things never change, like nobody can resist <laughs> popping plastic bubbles and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance.
1: As I was saying, we're on target to meet Excuse me, um Miss Miss Hansen. Sorry. Almost done. <laughs>
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.